Who's ready for some good news? I mean, something fun to talk about, right? Let's do that. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, according yes. to the comments from we got a gazillion watches last night, which we appreciate. A lot of them were Auburn fans telling them, telling us how salty we were. Yes, we're saltier than a Ritz cracker in the Dead Sea right now because we just lost our top recruit to our arch rival. So, yes, oh, yeah. we're salty. I don't know that that's a big deal. And calling, saying I'm salty is kind of like saying, Luke, you're also goofy and tall. Yeah, I'm those things too. Jimmy's short and white haired. Yeah, he's those things too. So, <laughs> we're salty right now. But that's okay because I'm going to tell you, Jimmy, all I'm going to say is this I have done mild topical digging. And I'm just going to say it's a long way to December and everybody just needs to chill. Yeah, exactly. That, that's how I feel. And again, uh, I mean, what's the score? I mean, if, if people have, are so concerned about the scoreboard between Alabama and Auburn, as I see it, it's about seven to two Alabama right now, maybe eight to two. And, uh, and then we'll see what, then we'll do some more adding as, as we get closer to signing day. And I'm not minimizing or just blowing it off it, it, and not, recognizing Auburn for their accomplishments and landing commitments from DeMarcus Riddick and, and Perry Thompson was saying that it's not anywhere near the end of the world for Alabama. And it's not anywhere near the Auburn rebuild is done. Auburn's got a long way to go and Alabama has got a heck of a distance to fall from. They're so close to the mountaintop as usual. So uh, let's see what happens the rest of this uh, signing day. A couple of announcements next weekend. Uh, for Alabama in terms of uh, we'll be uh, watching closely. Amari Jefferson, wide receiver from Chattanooga, Tennessee, outstanding player on three, ranks him right around the number 100 mark in terms of uh, top prospects in the country, number two player in Tennessee. And uh, Nate Frazier, who may be the best running back in this cycle, I've I felt that all along, uh, deciding probably between Georgia and Alabama, might be Georgia there. Uh, we're, we're trying to get more intel at BOL uh, before we know for sure. And uh, KJ Bolden's going to announce next week. I do not think yeah. that'll be Alabama. Um, could be, could be, could be, but I don't think it will. I'm not sure. I mean, for him, he's done a great. I, I really appreciate how KJ Bolden's handled recruiting for one thing because he he uh, isn't shy. Uh, he's good with the media. He goes on a lot of trips. I think he's making a real informed decision. He's gone on a lot of trips. And uh, I think Georgia fans, Florida State fans, Alabama and Auburn fans are all have some level of optimism going into his announcements. That's a great job by him because most of the time it's pretty narrowed down. Or you got a real good idea. I'm, I'm not sure. All right. It's time to talk a little bit about your countdown again, Jimmy. I think we're to number 10. Is it yeah. number nine? 10. In Malachi Moore is number 10, uh, the 10th best player on the Alabama football team, in my opinion. Uh, why, and, and, you know, when I, I go back and before I write up my little my, my BOL piece and, and, and come here and, 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 and talk about them out loud, I do a little more research. I know a lot about these kids without it, but, but I go back and I research their careers, stats, starts. And you almost forget 
because it's now three seasons ago. Actually, the uh, magical 2020 season when Alabama probably fielded the best team in the history of Alabama football, to be honest. Uh, Malachi Moore was a true freshman starter on that team. The 2020 team, maybe the greatest Alabama team of all time, Malachi Moore was not only a true freshman starter, he was like a, a second-team uh, second All-SEC, third-team All-SEC, a third-team All-American by the Associated Press. We forget how great Malachi was during that season. And then, uh, and then this is why we've forgotten it, because in 2021, uh, he tried to play through injuries. He went from like 50 tackles as a true freshman down to 17 as a sophomore. Uh, he had hurt his back, and, and that's a terrible injury to have, by the way, a lingering back injury. You go try to play SEC football when your back hurts and uh, try to cover receivers and, and tackle backs. And so Malachi uh, was out for a lot of 2021, or he played hurt, and it wasn't pretty all the time. And by that time, he had been passed by Brian Branch. Well, what kind of uh, uh, insult is that, right? I mean, Brian Branch, again, on, on a short list of the great DBs of the Saban era, and second-round pick of the Detroit Lions. Uh, so Branch passed up Malachi while Malachi was hurt, and uh, he did win another starting role, a lesser role, as the sixth DB, the dime back, basically, uh, last year. And he played okay, um, not great at times. I'm not sure that's his best position. But now here we are, senior year. It's happened already for year four, and the good news is he's healthier than he's ever been, or at least since his freshman year. And he looks like a certain starter. Now, is he going to start at his old star position? Keep in mind for those that's like, ah, I don't like Malachi's star. He was a third-team All-American playing that position when he was a freshman. So let's not just uh, flush that idea. But I do agree that probably where Malachi serves us best is playing safety uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, I think it fits a skill set well. Uh, he's got quite a bit of experience there. Started at safety against Miami, I think, in 2021, that game, because we had someone out with injury. But uh, he's going to start at either uh, safety or star. And, boy, when you look at career starts, when you look at career tackles and numbers, something like 100 tackles, four or five interceptions, some sacks, tackles for loss. I mean, Malachi is easily Alabama's most experienced DB in terms of snaps played and starts, even more so than Kool-Aid. And uh, he's a good player. I, I think I think we're going to see something a lot closer to his 2020 season than what we saw in 21 or 22. Yeah, it's not very normal at Nick Saban's Alabama for a guy's best season to be their freshman season. So far, that is true with Malachi. Um, here's hoping that uh, his senior season is the best. Yeah, and it's explained by injury. In my mind, it's explained by injury and then due to the injury being passed by Brian Branch. So he's hurt, and then he loses his role because he got sort of wildly pipped by by a, a great player. So Yeah, uh, who, who, by the way, is killing it for Detroit. Yes, I've, I've heard I've heard good things. So Gibbs, too. How about we got a ton of players in Detroit. I know a lot of people they think Washington and Philadelphia are Bama Central in the NFL, but Detroit has got bugs. Jamo, Gibbs, Branch. There's another one. There's an, um, there is another one, and he's like, is it? Um, and he's like bucking to be captain or something. Um, but I'm bugs. Oh, was I that bugs? Heard. That was bucking to be captain. Okay, 
Yeah, yeah, but I think there's one more. I think it's not just Bugs, JMO, Branch, and Gibbs. There is one more, and we'll uh, we'll look it up when the show's over and tell you, tell you guys tomorrow. Okay, uh, but for now, what I need to do is tell everybody about eBay Motors Ross for a championship. Pierce Barker. Pierce Barker. I'm sorry, Ross Pierce Barker. Mark. There Ross you go. Barker. Okay, just came to me. Yes, thank you for interrupting my live read for that. That's how my brain works. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game at no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Want to reiterate, we always like you guys making us your first listen. You guys are the best. Um, we do. We love you all so much. Thank you so much. And we're going to keep doing this countdown the rest of the week. Maybe have some more commitment news soon. But because we're getting to Ja'Cory Brooks in your countdown, who will be number nine, um, I thought it only fitting, considering Auburn just flipped a wide receiver that everybody is going cuckoo about, why don't we just show a little highlight about another receiver maybe against Auburn here recently, maybe, maybe kind of. Looking for Brooks in the corner. Got it. Touchdown, Alabama. Ah, that's a good one. I'll never forget that, Jimmy. I was at that game scared to death. I mean, I have no problem saying that. Scared to death. Um, But my daughter, who was, I guess, four at the time, um, she – was there her grandparents my wife's uh mom and stepdad are, are big auburn fans and so that we always go to the auburn game with them and um and, and jordan Hare. and um we were i mean i was just nauseous that whole game and uh so we finally score and my daughter at four you know just she was not worried about any of it you know she was just like whatever she just started doing the cabbage patch like randomly and uh, I had to take a video of it. I still watch that video to this day because it made me very happy that my daughter is coordinated to do the cabbage patch at age four. And she uh, was really happy Alabama won. So, anywho, that was a big moment. And I'll never, um, forget, where, I'll never forget where I was when you learned how to put a highlight into our podcast. <laughs> that is so true. Uh, for those who don't That's know, my moment. That's my moment as much as the, the Corey Brooks catch. For those who don't know, like, I'm so excited. I got this video clip in there, and I didn't pirate it off anything. Like, I just sort of finagled my way into it. I don't know how I did it, but uh, I'm happy about it. And here's Ja'Cory Brooks, again, silencing the Auburn crowd uh, right after that catch. Uh, It was a big deal. And Ja'Cory Brooks is set for a big season, if you ask me. I mean, look, everybody's focus is on the next guy on your countdown, Malik Benson, who we'll talk about in a second. Or they're talking about Kendrick Law. Or, you know, they're talking about some other dude that, you know, on the receiving core that that everybody's excited about. It seems like Ja'Cory Brooks is getting overlooked. And I don't think we're going to be able to overlook him very long. He really is. I I mean, I I think he's – I hesitate to say it because there's so many who are. 
but I think he is the most underrated player by our own fans on the team. Uh, his, his shame in life apparently is not being quite as good as Devontae Smith or Jerry Judy or Henry Ruggs or Jalen Wallace. I mean, I think that's his shame, uh, his crime against the Alabama family. <laughs> He's maybe not quite those guys. So it's a – Ja'Cory Brooks has had a very good career. In fact, uh, this will surprise many of you because Ja'Cory doesn't carry this level of, of water, right? But uh, did you know after two seasons, after freshman and sophomore seasons, his numbers are literally – well, I say literally, that's not quite true. Almost literally, exactly the numbers of Devontae Smith. I mean, after two years on the team, Ja'Cory Brooks has as many catches and as many yards and more touchdowns than Devontae Smith. Now, I'm not saying he's Devontae Smith. He's not. He's not. Devontae then, as we know, took off, eventually even winning the Heisman Trophy and being a first-round pick in the NFL draft. I'm not saying Ja'Cory's even going to be a first-round pick, much less a Heisman. I'm just saying this is a good player. Uh, the only thing he has not done is be a great player immediately. That's the only thing he's failed to do. Uh, although, as Luke showed, he did make a great play as a freshman. Uh, so that's nearly immediately enough. But good player, great catch radius. Uh, he's had a few high-profile drops, but his drop rate isn't terrible. I mean, that's the thing. I think he's dropped a ball or two at a bad time. But his drop rate per those that track it, per pro football focus, it's not bad at all. I mean, he's, he's dependable, great catch radius, gets open, does a great job of using his big body to shield uh, DBs uh, from the ball. Uh, hey, if it's third, hey, we're playing a game today, or, or let's say we're playing a game next Saturday. We don't have five weeks, but let's say playing a game next Saturday, it's third and six, we're playing Texas, we need a first down, who you want to throw the ball to? I want to throw it to Brooks because he's going to, he's going to get open and he's going to catch it and make the play. Uh, Ja'Cory is just a good, good player whose only sin is not being those, that succession of freaks that we had, about six of them over a two- or three-year period. He's not quite in that category. But, you know, when you're a third-round pick in the NFL draft, no worse than the fourth round, uh, you're a really good player. Uh, only like fans of Alabama and Georgia and maybe Ohio State lose sight of that. But uh, he, he's a very good football player, probably the most underrated player on the team. One last thing, Matt Zenitz from On3 uh, interviewed some scouts, NFL scouts anonymously. NFL scouts agree this is a good NFL prospect not enough people are talking about, Ja'Cory Brooks. So, I mean, what that means is there's a chance he could leave after this year. Yes. Which yeah, is, I, I think I think he's one of the most interesting will he come back or not discussions yeah. right now because I think it would shock some people. Some people are like, yeah, Ja'Cory Brooks goes pro. What, what, how, that, that doesn't sound right. I think the scouts like him. I mean, what's the knock? He also runs better than people think. Uh, I, I think in the in the in the combines he's going to run in the four fives. And why am I saying that's not fast for a receiver? It it is when you're over 200 pounds. I mean, I mean, for, for his size, he runs pretty well, and he tracks the ball great. That catch he made against Kansas State, when, when I thought Bryce made have made the best throw of his career, yeah. which is saying a lot, to the back of the end zone against Kansas State, that catch that Ja'Cory made right there, that had Sundays written all over it. You know, and I just thought of one other reason that Ja'Cory Brooks, you know, is just awesome. Looking for Brooks in the corner. Got it! Touchdown, Alabama!
I know that. Watch that. And it's an over-the-shoulder catch and another great, great throw by Bryce. But how he tracked the bots, what they literally, the term they use in scouting, how he tracked that ball, that's a hard ball to catch. I know most of us, if we haven't played football, we play baseball, right? Hardest ball to catch is a ball thrown directly over the top of your head. You've got a catch looking straight up, and it's coming from behind you. That, that's an extremely difficult ball to track into your hands. And, boom, we saw him do it as a freshman right there to, to, to get that Auburn game in overtime. And, man, what, what a – Legendary play, a legendary play by a freshman receiver. But guys, we got to stop underrating Corey Brooks yeah. and just decide, you know what? He's really good. All right, Jimmy, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to quickly talk about Malik Benson. I also want to ask a question. Is Nick Saban Batman? And we're back. Uh, Jimmy Malik Benson. This is somebody we're all looking forward to. And look, if one of the reasons we're overlooking Ja'Cory Brooks is because of this dude. Now, we thought this guy might put on a show at A-Day. He did not. He did not. Um, He pulled pulled in the Jai Hall and uh, put up some nice numbers late against a bunch of backups. Correct. Um, (laughs) So here's hoping that we get to see some – man – I want to see something for him before that first game. I really do. I want to feel more confident about him because right now I've gone from like Malik Benson is going to be a stud to I think Ja'Cory Brooks may be our best receiver. Everybody thought going into A-Day, going into spring practice, I should say, Malik Benson would be that guy. I just hadn't seen it yet to be able to give him that title. I think that's fair. And I also think Ja'Cory Brooks could be Alabama's best receiver, even if Malik Benson's very good, because I just think Brooks is that level of player. But I have Benson one spot ahead of him as the eighth best player on the team. Uh, I know that's going to surprise some people who, who uh, thought they'd see more out of A-Day uh, other than that last drive of the game where I think Milrow threw it to him five times in a row. And five times in a row he got open, caught the ball, advanced the ball, eventually scoring a whole length of the drive field that was Milrow to Benson, Milrow to Benson, Milrow to Benson. And uh, I don't know about the Milrow part, but get used to it this fall. I, I think he's going to be – a go-to guy. There is every reason in the world to be excited about Malik Benson from his amazing production in junior college. Over 2,000 yards receiving, the all-time leading receiver in Hutchinson Community College history, and that's a very good uh, junior college program. Uh, incredibly productive. He's, he's run a 10-500 meters, which means he's a candidate to be the fastest player on the whole football team. He didn't just impress Alabama fan uh, coaches Uh, during spring practices. He impressed Alabama coaches during the bowl practices. He practiced with the team before the Kansas State Bowl game. They were immediately impressed and felt he's good. He's as good as we thought. And then in the spring, uh, he had a good spring. Got to remember, the A-Day is the third scrimmage of the spring. First two scrimmages per per reports did very well, did very well with playing with the ones, starting, you know, with with the ones all through the spring he was with the first group uh, he was with the first group not not even uh, Jermaine Burton and Kobe Prentice who played with the uh, with the twos but Benson was playing with with the ones you know with uh, with with Ja'Cory Brooks so uh, I, I have every reason to believe Malik will be good now we haven't seen it before I'm doing a fan thing where I'm ranking the guy we haven't seen ahead of the guy we have that's the fan thing I've always kind of making fun of and here I am doing it as I say a lot of things fans do I do it too I can't help it either so I have been some one spot ahead of Corey Brooks. 
I personally think it was my bold prediction for the wide receiver group that we did on BOL or earlier uh, earlier this summer. Uh, my bold prediction is Malik Benson leads the wide receiver room this year in catches, yards, and touchdowns. I hope you're right. Don't have a ton to add except that uh, Bryce Young did choose him to throw to for his pro day, which was a big deal. But, Jimmy, the most important question of the day, um, is Nick Saban Batman? And here's where I'm saying that. We've never thought about this. First of all, he's very rich. Yes. Um, He's he's famous for his cars. Batman has a pretty cool car. Um, Here's the other thing. We've never seen him in the same room at the same time. And I I, I came up with my own uh, artist sketch of this so that you could see. I feel like that's him. Now, I did this artwork. That's me. That's who wouldn't it be was. bad. Uh, wouldn't be bad. I mean, it's... it's, it's that well, may be the it's, worst Batman cowl that's ever been. And it's red. It, it is a terrible Batman cowl. It looks a little bit like the Burger King crown. But but it all I will say this, if you put that Batman cowl on, on Nick's face as you saw, I think he, he's he's a good he's a good Batman. Look at that. And it could be. He, I hope he does most of a, his looking out of the out of his right eye, because I boy, I really, really shortchanged the left eye's ability to for peripheral vision. Um but no, here's my other thing. I like it. I just saw Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer yesterday. I've mentioned a couple of times. And Christopher Nolan made the famously made the Batman trilogy. And um, yeah, so I, I like it. I will pass this on. If Nolan wants to do a fourth Batman, we'll uh, we'll pass that along. But I thought about it last night, just laying in bed because I'm stupid like that. And yeah, I really was thinking like, you know, in in the Batman series, and I think in Christopher Nolan's trilogy, one of the themes was. Hey, uh, and Joker said this, Heath Ledger said this, hey, you created this, you know, because you were doing your thing and stopping crime, people who commit crimes because that's their nature have to get better at crimes. They have to get more outlandish. They have to get crazier. You made me. So that's kind of what's happening now with Hugh Freeze and Kirby Smart. You know, Kirby Smart's the Joker. Hugh Freeze is the Riddler. He's, he, Nick Saban has created these. Lane Kiffin is now Hugh Freeze may be the penguin. Lane Kiffin is the Riddler. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he's created these people. Uh, uh, Brian, what's his name over at LSU is Clayface. I mean, for those, I mean, I'm telling you, I know Batman villains more than I know coaches in the SEC. That should tell you a little bit about who I am. But um, <laughs> Nick Saban has created this. He, he took recruiting and, um, the process to such a different level that everybody had to start catching up or get really left behind. And some people are beginning to catch up. George is already there. We can admit that. Auburn certainly isn't there. LSU isn't there. LSU is closer than Auburn, but Auburn could get closer. I don't. And here's the other thing. Alabama's not coming down. Auburn and LSU are rising up a little bit. We got to deal with it. But the other thing, you know, you know, that man has a butler out there. Nick Saban has Cedric Burns. Exactly. Um, he's Alfred. He's Alfred. And, and uh, oh, I did do this too. He's also got a bunch of gadgets. You know, he like can pull out a little Debbie out of his belt or something. You know, um, and instead and of young, the Joker, his young ward, his young ward that eventually Tommy becomes Reese. Robin, Tommy Reese. There we go. <laughs> Tommy Reese. Uh, 
Instead yeah. of the Joker, we will now refer to Kirby Smart as his villain name only, which is the Bowl Cut. And Hugh Freeze is now the pastor. That makes a lot of sense. Where do you go? Where are you going with that five star pastor? You'll never get away with this. Um, some I don't know if Batman ever says that. I don't think he does. Um, you know, he's a little abrasive like Batman, but his, huh? he's always doing the right thing, even if he has to do a few wrong things to get there. I mean, he's Batman. And again, I present <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> That's the best I could do. I worked on that for 10 minutes. That's the best I could do. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Um, you know, I guess we'll see if – what's our coach's name? What's our women's coach's name? Kelly something? Uh, which which women? Women's basketball. Which? Christy Curry. Christy Curry. I knew it was something like that. Uh, maybe she can be Wonder Woman. Um, she needs to win a few more games, although they are improving. I think back-to-back yeah. back in I wonder why she's still employed. Dun, dun, dun. I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I like her. She's fine. Back-to-back um, NCAA tournaments for the gals. Uh, okay. That's going to do it for today's yeah. podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more Locked on Bama. Thank you guys for listening. We even appreciate the Auburn people who are tuning in just to lick our salty tears. We appreciate all of y'all. Thank you kindly. Roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.